Hey, friends. This episode is sponsored by Mood Plus, a company with a unique and ancient solution to modern stress. Some fascinating studies have happened in recent years that have shown the impact of beneficial microorganisms on mental health, specifically a bacteria called Mycobacterium vacae. Basically, these microorganisms interact with our immune system and promote mental well-being as well as resilience to stress and anxiety. Normally, we would be exposed to this bacteria through contact with soil and mud. That's how our ancestors did it. But as society has grown and we've better understood disease, our efforts to combat the bad microbes have also reduced our contact with the good microbes. This is where Mood Plus comes on the scene because they are on a mission to harness the natural power of these microorganisms in order to enhance health and well-being. If you're looking for a natural, research-backed way to impact your mental well-being and boost your mood, then give Mood Plus a try. The company is called Mood Plus, but it's spelled M-U-D with an umlaut over the U. So listen close for the website because I'm going to spell it all out for you. Visit mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for a 15% discount. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I'm Matthew Bivens, your Balanced Lifestyle Coach, and I am happy that you're here hanging out with me to talk about having it all, an abundant, loving life. That's what we're playing for today that's what we're playing for on this podcast in general and it is a it is a worthy conversation to have because when you can walk around truly feeling and knowing that you have it all it has nothing to do with what you possess but everything that's going on internal to you that's winning that's how you can win in life so i'm very excited about that if you would not mind if you could take a moment and hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast player that you listen to that would be super dope. I would appreciate that. And if you, if you want to take it a step further, you can leave me a rating and a review as well. And you can let me know what you like about the show. Maybe toss in there some topic suggestions, all that great stuff on whatever app that you use. And if you want to connect with me personally, you can reach out to me in two ways. You can hit me up on email. I'm at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. Or you can go to Instagram. And I am at Matthew underscore Bivens. So two ways to get in touch. I love receiving your, your emails, your notes, your voice messages, your videos, all that stuff. And that's how you can get in touch with me. Cool. So today's conversation is a really, really great one because 
one of the things I always try to do on this podcast is just keep it real and be vulnerable and honest and share with you my processes because I really truly believe that we learn by seeing people kind of walk the path. It's really easy for me to sit over here and just tell you all some cool things and hey, try this, go and do this, go and do that. But you get so much more out of it when I share with you how I try these things and stumble and fall on my face. And then ultimately how I pick myself back up. And so that's just been my goal since we kicked this podcast off four years ago. And today I want to continue that. And I want to peel back the curtains on surrender. Surrender is one of those insanely challenging things at times to just surrender, to let go, to stop paddling uphill, stop fighting, stop trying to work against the current of life and the current of yourself and just let go. And so I recently had an experience where I was given an opportunity to surrender and I totally failed at it. And so I want to talk to you guys about that today. Like I said, I want to bring you behind the scenes, share with you what went on in my mind, my thought process, processes, how I was relating to it, emotions that came up, and then how ultimately I chose to, to respond in the face of, you know, this surrender opportunity. So we're going to dig into that and it's going to be great. I believe you're going to walk away with some insights and things that you can apply to your life, which again, that's always the goal that I've got here. So real quick, I know that in this conversation, I'm going to be using some colorful language. It's just, it's going to happen. So I just want you to keep that in mind. If you've got some young ears around you, then this may not be the episode for you to listen to around them. Because um, like I said, I'm just going to be sharing my real thoughts on some experiences that I have, and I'm not really going to hold it back. So just want to give that to you. That's like, that's a PSA. And, uh, you know, you can listen to the first couple of parts of the episode, Magic and Listen to Love. But once we get into the meat, that's like adults only. All right. So I do have some, some awesome magic to share because I'm creating magic all over the place. And I have found that over the last four years of doing this show and really seven years of being um, aware and, and intentionally practicing acknowledging magic that I'm experiencing so many more magical moments. So this is opportunity for me to keep practicing and keep doing that. And my recent magic, it's actually kind of a multi-part magic, but I have been really intentional about finding ways to create some PPC balance in my days, specifically my work days. So the PPC balance is simply the balance between production, like the things I produce, all the stuff that I do, like putting out energy, creating money, being a dad, doing all those things, right? Like that's the production. The balance between that and the production capacity or capability. So like my ability to do those things, which is basically me taking care of myself. And you want to try to strike a balance between those two things, what you put out versus what you bring back in. Because when there's a gap, that's how burnout happens. That's how overwhelm happens. That's how stress, a lot of those things happen because you take on a lot of life, but you don't have the capacity to do it. So for me, in this magical moment, I've just been real intentional about taking time out of my day to do things that refill my tank. So an example is on Monday, I knew I had a long work day. Mondays tend to be when Sarah and I do our interviews for our other podcast. We record videos, we record solo episodes, and sometimes I do coaching on Mondays. So I had a lot of stuff on my schedule and I already knew that going into Monday. 
So I was really, really intentional on taking breaks and doing things that allowed my mind to relax, that allowed me to recharge and replenish myself. So after our two back-to-back interviews, I went for a walk outside. Went for like a 10-minute walk around the neighborhood. Then we jumped back into creating more content. Then we went and took a and did a meditation, like a 15-minute meditation, where I happened to fall asleep. So I got a little quick power nap in there as well. And then we got back into recording some videos and doing some coaching and things like that. So that's not normally, that's not always what I do. Like I don't always insert some PC into my day and do things that fill me up. That's that's my goal, but you know, it doesn't always happen. Sometimes you just get in that lane, you're like, go, 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 hustle, hustle, produce, produce, produce. And then at the end of the day, you're just wiped out. So I didn't want to experience that on Monday. So I intentionally walked, meditated, took a nap, and it was amazing. It was amazing because on that Monday, we also had a, a, a meeting with one of our teams. We met for about three, four hours at night, like 8 p.m. So after working all day long, we got something going on at the night. I really wanted to make sure that my tank was filled up so I wasn't running on fumes for that meeting. So it was really magical to influence myself to just stop and pause and replenish. And we did the same thing this morning, actually. We blocked off our morning to go have breakfast. You know, we found a breakfast spot that we'd never been to before. So we, we created a, a breakfast date and went out with my queen and we loved it. It was great food, really great conversation. And we ended up talking about our businesses and just planning the empire, you know. And because we had time blocked off, when we got home, we still had some extra time. So we got to connecting and intimacy and lovemaking and using that sexual energy to pour it into the empire that we're building. And it was beautiful. Like that type of thing, blocking off that time on my calendar for that, for that PC activity just fills me up. And then, boom, I can just be off to the races with coaching and recording podcasts like That's why I'm so energized to record this right now in the end of the day when normally I wouldn't be doing this. It's because I influenced myself to to put those PC activities, those performance capacity activities into my day to make sure I fill my tank up. So that is my magic. Now I offer to you your opportunity to hit pause and think about some magic that you've created in your life. How have you influenced self, others, or life recently? It can be in a big way. It could be in a small way. doesn't matter because it does matter. You know what I mean? All of it matters. So take a moment if you feel inspired to, again, hit pause. Think about your magic. And then you can meet us over and listener love. And today I want to give a shout out to Wendy. Wendy, you are so awesome. I appreciate you. You reached out to me on Instagram and just sent me a, a, a wonderful message talking about how the podcast, how you've been listening for a while and how you felt inspired to, to go out and influence other people in your community. So I think it's really incredible that you felt inspired to start a walking group and that you had a great first outing and that you were hosting those play days. That's so great because, you know, I got play camp that I host and to just you're, you're inserting this element of childlike play you know, jump rope and doing all these little games that, you know, we don't do as adults. But man, let me tell you, to see like the the, the size of the smile on adults' faces when you say, hey, we're going to play tag. Like, it's so crazy. It's so cool. So, Wendy, I think it's awesome that you're doing it. 
and the fact that you're doing it for fun because you feel passionate about it, not because you want to turn it into a business or make money from it or anything like that. It's just simply for the joy of living and laughing and for the experience of it. So all of that is really, really awesome and inspiring. And Wendy, thank you for taking a moment to message me and share all that with me. I really do appreciate it. If you want to be like Wendy and connect with me and talk about anything, doesn't matter what it is, you can do so in two ways. Again, my email, matthew at matthewbivens.com or hit me up on Instagram like Wendy did. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivens. You can DM me there and I would love to get into a conversation, hear from you. Yeah, that'd be dope. Hey friends, this episode is sponsored by Mood Plus, a company with a unique and ancient solution to modern stress. Some fascinating studies have happened in recent years that have shown the impact of beneficial microorganisms on mental health, specifically a bacteria called Mycobacterium vaccae. Basically, these microorganisms interact with our immune system and promote mental well-being as well as resilience to stress and anxiety. Normally, we would be exposed to this bacteria through contact with soil and mud. That's how our ancestors did it. But as society has grown and we've better understood disease, our efforts to combat the bad microbes have also reduced our contact with the good microbes. This is where Mood Plus comes on the scene, because they are on a mission to harness the natural power of these microorganisms in order to enhance health and well-being. If you're looking for a natural, research-backed way to impact your mental well-being and boost your mood, then give Mood Plus a try. The company is called Mood Plus, but it's spelled M-U-D with an umlaut over the U. So listen close for the website because I'm going to spell it all out for you. Visit mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for a 15% discount. Hey friends, this episode is sponsored by Factor, my go-to source for delicious and ready-to-eat meals. I love the work that I do and I can find myself following an idea or a project for hours at a time and then realize that I haven't eaten in a while. It's in those moments that I'm so grateful for Factor. First off, their meals are fresh, chef-crafted, and ready to eat, which means I don't have to spend time prepping, cooking, and cleaning up. I just get to enjoy the food. Second, since there are over 35 different meal options each week, I never get bored. I can choose from Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, and more, which is great because Sarah and I have very different tastes, and now we don't have to compromise as much in the kitchen. And then there are the add-ons which include things like pancakes, smoothies, and more. Basically, Factor has you covered through the entire day. Overall, we have found so much value in Factor. And if you're like us, then Factor might be the perfect solution for you if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash havingitall50 and use code havingitall50 to get 50% off. Again, that's code havingitall50 at factormeals.com slash having it all 50 to get 50% off. All right. Who's ready to get into this episode? Because this is going to be, this is going to be really fun. Let me get some water real quick.
Okay. I feel excited to share. I feel like, um, I don't know, just the the glimpse into the thought processes is, so, is one of the things that I've always enjoyed when I'm trying to learn something. You know, I want to, I like to look at how people think of things and approach things because there's a lot of advice out there and there's a lot of people who are going to tell you what to do, how to become happier and healthier and all those different things. And it's great. It's great advice. And I believe that there's a lot of nuance to, 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 to growing. You know, there's a lot of, of back and forth, up and down moving forward and then dropping behind and banging your head and scraping your shin and, you know, getting the wind and then losing it in a minute later. So that's what I really want to share with you all because you can learn to embrace all of it. You can. You can learn to embrace all of it. You can learn to appreciate and ultimately love all of the parts of the process, even when you're going in circles, even when you're frustrated, even when things aren't clear and you feel like you're going backwards, you can learn to embrace it all. So that brings me into the conversation about surrender. And I know for me, surrender is just one of the most challenging things that I face. And I, and I, and I imagine for you, surrender can just be one of the most challenging things that you're going to face. And surrender really means letting go. It means letting go of someone, of something, letting go of a fear, letting go of a belief that doesn't serve you, letting go of an attachment or, or of, of a vice or any sort of story that you hold on about yourself or about another person that isn't true. And I believe you can trace so many challenges and pain points and heartaches and, and areas of your life where you are stuck. You can trace them back to failure to surrender. You can trace it back to opportunities when you were presented with surrender as an option, but you chose to resist or you chose to fight. And if you learn how to master surrender, you will be able to unlock everything that you want. Absolutely. If you start to gain mastery in surrender, there's nothing that's going to stop you or prevent you from having it all and from having the things, the people, the experiences that you want. And so I've spent many, many years working on my ability to surrender. Many years and been very intentional on it. And I've gone from being a person who is very concerned, very attached, very closed off, very rigid, to a guy today who is much more surrendered, much more loving, much more open, and, and flowy. <laughs> and I, you know, I love the growth that I've made. And I'm, I'm constantly humbled by the fact that there is no destination to this stuff. It's not like you just get to a point where you say, oh, now I'm, I'm a surrendered person and there's nothing else for me to do. There's, you know, any, any challenge that I'm presented with, I could just let it go and just float. Nah, that's not it. You know, I'm always going to be presented with opportunities to surrender. It's constant. And that's why it's humbling, you know, because you're like, man, I thought I had it. I thought I got it. I thought I was locked in. And then a new situation arises and you're like, nope. <laughs> all right, I got to start all over again and work on this whole surrender thing. So it's humbling. And, you know, honestly, it gets frustrating. It gets frustrating at times. Just like, ah, 
Like this, why can't, why can't things just be different? Why can't the person be different? Why can't they show up the way that I want them to? Why can't they just get it? You know, and like that's the uh, that's surrender opportunity. You just okay. All right, I'm gonna surrender this fight. I'm gonna let go. So, recently I had another huge opportunity to work on my surrender, and that came through my game day. Yes, game day. If you've been a listener of this podcast for four years, you've heard me talk about a lot of game days, and it's because every ninety days, I step up to the plate and I put myself in this in this in this in this experience called a game day which simply put it's a physical assessment it shows me where my fitness is at and every 90 days i take this fitness test because i want to get the data i want to see based on my habits over those 90 days where am i like where is my body where is my strength where is my ability to to run my cardio and where is my my lengthening and so a game day has four quarters. Quarter number one measures body composition. And metaphysically, what's really going on is it's, it's showing you fear versus love. Those things that you fear, you start attaching to, and we then turn to food to compensate and to make ourselves feel better. So quarter number one is body comp, fear or love. Quarter number two is strength. And that's, that really shows you metaphysically power or force. Do you come at life using power or do you come at life trying to force things to happen, right? And so the type of strength um, tests that you go through, if you try to force it, it's going to burn your ass up. It will. You can't force yourself through, you know, a squat hold. You got to be able to power through that thing because it's acute stress. It's like you're going to get acute stress placed on your body and then you got to figure out how to deal with that. So that's the second quarter of the game day. The third quarter of the game day is a run. So it's cardio. And what cardio presents you with is chronic stress. Like acute stress is stress over a short period of time. Chronic stress is stress over a long period of time. All right? Acute stress is traffic or a crying child or a, a, a boss who's breathing down your neck. Chronic stress is living through covid Chronic stress is going many, many years with your income not being where you want it to be. Like that's chronic stress. And so what happens in that metaphysically is you get a chance to see how effective are you at being present or are you being absent? When you're present in chronic stress, you can flow. When you're absent, you're just gonna, you'll break down. And then the fourth quarter in a game day is all about your lengthening, stretching. And so metaphysically what's going on is the difference between being flexible in life or being rigid in life. When you're flexible in life, then your your body tends to be loose and open. If you're rigid in life, your body tends to be tight. So yeah, every 90 days I step up to the plate and I say, all right, let me see where I'm at across these four different quarters. Let me see where my fitness is at. And again, it just reveals the strength of my habits, right? So over 90 days, I work on different habits and then I take a game day and my game day shows me, ah, that's where I'm at. That's how how effective I've been in my habits. And then the game day is over and I got 90 more days to work on something and then boom, I get a chance to see that measurement. So 
I took my game day recently, and I am, uh, this was oof, a little less than a week ago. And let me just tell you, some of that feedback humbled the shit out of me. <laughs> it did. Like, there were some parts of it that I just had a hard time dealing with. And so I entered the game day, like, the day before and leading up to it. I was excited, you know what I mean? Like, I've been doing this for a long time. I've taken many, 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 many game days. And particularly at the level that I'm at, there's five different levels you can take a game day at. Each level gets progressively harder. Beginner level, intermediate level, advanced level, pro level, and all-star level. And I'm at pro. And I've been at pro for about four years. So I've taken the same game day. I've done the same things every 90 days for four years. I know what I'm about to face. And so over those years, I've gotten better in certain areas. And over those years, other areas have become more challenging for me. So in this past game day, I was approaching it feeling fairly excited. Like, you know, I was I was, I was was ready for the run. I was excited about my run. So my third quarter, that cardio, I was ready to get it. I've been working on that and I've been crushing it and really doing amazing in that area, which has been awesome. I was feeling pretty peaceful about my flexibility, my fourth quarter. I work on my flexibility. I stretch constantly or I stretch frequently and I felt great. I felt really loose and open. I had some questions about my body composition that first quarter that shows me the difference between fear and love. I knew that I had been choosing some foods over the last 90 days that I don't typically go to. I'd have been eating more more chips and more pastas and you know just more sugar than I normally do. So I can kind of feel it in my body and and so I, I had some questions about that. Didn't really know where the numbers would come in. And then I felt nervous about that strength quarter, that second quarter. Um, specifically nervous about my squat holds that I would be doing and my handstand press that I would be doing. And by nervous, I mean when I thought about those things, like I might start to get a little sweaty, a little tingly because I was like, shit, this is going to be, this is going to burn. This is going to be tough. So showed up for the game day, went through it, and my overall experience was tremendous. I actually went up a point. So I increased from a pro level or a pro score of 84 out of 100 to a pro score of 85 out of 100. So that's awesome. You know, anytime you move up in a game day, like that's a, that's a big deal. And I was celebrating and I was very happy with that. I ended up gaining a point in my first quarter. I lost a point in my second quarter. I stayed the same in my third quarter and I gained a point in my fourth quarter. So again, overall, it was great. And I'm I'm celebrating and I feel inspired. I feel powerful. And I'm kind of like, all right, I'm going to get to this last level, this all-star level. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be able to do it. So I have to get a 90 or better to graduate to the next level. So I'm at 85, so I'm pretty close. Uh, but, you know, there's when you're at that high-level pro, to gain a point, you got to do a lot. It's not just change one little habit. So anyway, the reason why this game day experience has prompted this podcast episode is because of that squat hold. That squat hold whooped my ass. And I had a hard time relating to that when it, when it went down. So what a squat hold looks like is you do a wall sit, basically. You sit, you go in a seated position against the wall, and you hold it for a minute. Then you stand up, 15-second rest, and you do a seated position off the wall. Hold that for a minute. 
and you do that 20 times. So you're all, overall, it's about 30 minutes of sitting in that squat hold. That's a long-ass time to sit in that fire and that heat. And if you want to if you want to get a taste of it, just hit pause right now and wherever you, if you're at home or at office or something, go find a wall, you know, put your back against the wall, put your feet about a foot and a half in front of you and slide your butt down until your legs are parallel with the floor. Right? Then just kind of lean your chest forward a little bit, keep the small of your back on the wall and just sit there and hold it for 60 seconds. And just see what it feels like. And do that for half an hour. And, you know, I've been working at it for four years, so I know what to expect. And over the course of the four years, my number has gone down. The, the, to max that, that exercise, it's 30 minutes. I think my best was maybe 22 minutes. And I stayed around that for maybe a year. And then slowly, it's just been going down to where in this past game day, I did eight minutes. So I had to sit with that <laughs> because what happened is I just didn't surrender. I just wasn't able to surrender. And so surrendering in a squat hold, what it looks like is just being calm during that 30 minutes. It looks like having measured, relaxed breathing. Surrendering in a squat hold, when you're looking at somebody, they're focused, they're centered, they're present. And I have experienced surrender in squat holds. In my previous level game days when I was at advanced, I maxed them out before. And so I know what it's like to, to be sitting in that heat and to just constantly be bringing your attention back to your breath. When your thoughts want to go to the time or the burn or the fatigue, you just constantly bring it back to breath. And it's, it's like a gentle redirecting of the thoughts. So I know what it's like. And I even have my coach there working with me, guiding me on the breathing. And so it's just, it's sometimes it's interesting how in those moments when you've done it before, or even if you haven't done it before, maybe you've seen it, like all that shit can go out the window and you could just, it could just get you, you know? And so as I was entering those squats, what I wanted to do was I wanted to go up two points. I wanted to gain some time. Remember, I've been, I've been at 22 minutes before, so I wanted to get back in that area. I didn't think I was going to get that high, but I felt like I could get into the teens. And so I got smacked with the humility really fast because within four minutes, my legs were like shaking. And I actually almost stood up by around the six-minute mark, which is just unfathomable. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like if you're able to do, I don't know, it's just like where you have a bar set for yourself and you come so, so underneath the bar that it just kind of blows your mind. That's kind of how it was for me to almost stand up at, at, that six, at the six minute mark. And what I was really aware of in the moment during the, that squat and that burn is I was just aware of how much I was focusing on the burn how absent i was how much i was getting caught up in you know the the acute stress and worrying about it and the panic feeling i had in my breath and watching my breathing fall apart going from nice and calm and 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 executing on the breath strategy that i worked on with my coach to just 
totally abandoning that shit and just trying to to gasp at air i started to to see how my form was just going to crap you know and my mind started to it it changed it was such a, a a stark change between the thoughts of oh wow i'm going to i'm going to hit my goal like i'm going to be able to do this i'm going to break through and and do better like i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty great right now like those were my thoughts and then very quickly within within moments of experiencing a type of burn that i just couldn't you know couldn't escape from my thoughts went to i may not even make it to 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 4 minutes like i'm not even shoot screw 6 minutes i'm not even going to make it a fraction of the of the way and it was so interesting how fast those thoughts switched it's like count myself in to immediately count myself out i can do this to nope no you can't i can sit in this I, this is this isn't that bad to oh my gosh this is the worst thing ever and so i started to like bargain with myself and plead with myself all right, you can do this. Come on, man, just stay with it. Don't give in, stay with it. And that was my experience for the, I mean, again, I think I did, I think overall I did eight minutes. I forgot what I what I may have said earlier, um, but it was far shorter than where what I had my sight set on and what I'm capable of. And so there was that moment where the burn was just so overwhelming that I gave up. I counted myself out and the resistance won. You know what? I was fighting it. I was fighting it. I was fighting it. Trying to force, force, force. Surrender was nowhere in sight. And so the moment came where I just sunk to the ground. My back was on, you know, I was on the wall doing my squat. I was in the middle of one. And the idea of going for the rest of this minute just seemed impossible as impossible as flapping my arms and making it to the moon and i just said fuck it and i just sat down boom and that moment sucked that moment sucked because again you know what it's like to have an expectation for yourself right you know what it's like to to work hard for something and train for the day and the day is there and it's right in front of you and it's now your time to show up and you go up there and you just fucking whiff whether it's a big presentation that you blew or a promise you made to a spouse and you totally bombed on it or a marathon that you were planning to run and you just quit after mile one. Like, you know what that feeling is like. It is a shitty feeling. It is a shitty feeling to just count yourself out. And that's what I sat with. So when I, when I just threw the towel in and I sunk to the ground, I just sat there. I just sat there. And my coach, I didn't even share this. He was doing the 30 minutes with me. He was going to do the squat holds right next to me. And so, you know, he's with me in the room. And there's other people as well. There's other people who came to support me, including one of my guys, Bill, and he brought his his sons. So his two sons are there watching me as I'm, you know, count myself out and choosing to give in to the resistance so you know there was there was those factors that of course i don't want to i don't want to i want to show up powerfully for the people who are watching me and supporting me yes first and foremost i want to show up powerfully for myself like that's always the the primary um, and of course i would love to show up and just crush it in front of others 
So when my butt hit the ground, I just sat there. I just sat there and, you know, all sorts of thoughts went through my mind. I was, I was annoyed. Um, I was angry at myself. I thought really like you couldn't just, you couldn't just make it to the end of that minute. You would have gotten a break. Like, what the fuck, man? You trained for this. <laughs> like you trained for this 90 days. Well, really it's been many years, but over the past 90 days, like you were practicing this thing and you've been working on your breathing. Like what the hell, man? Like those are the thoughts. So I stood up eventually and just started walking around the room, shaking my legs out. And one of my other friends came up to me and, you know, she was just checking in. I think she may have asked, how did, how did they, how did the squat holds go? And I just gave her a single shake of the head. Like, I need a moment. <laughs> I need a moment. And then <clears throat> a little bit after my self-frustration and my pity party, a couple minutes after I was in that, I switched in my mind. And I said, all right, Matthew, you sit in the feeling of this right now. I want you to feel every ounce of what it feels like to count yourself out. I want you to feel this, man. Soak it all up. This is what it's like to quit when things get tough. In life, in a game day, doesn't matter. This is what it's like to face adversity and to just throw in the towel. Even though you know in your soul that you got more left in the tank. So I had that that conscious awareness of that. And I'm grateful I did because the next thing I told myself, I said, you sit in this, sit in this pity party and feel every ounce of it so that you get the lesson and you don't have to feel it again. Like I want it to connect. And so that's what I did. Like I was, I was cool because I knew I was going to be able to shake it and get back on track and jump into the next exercise, which I did. You know, I eventually was like, all right, cool. It's behind me. I'm over it. Let's move on. And I maxed out the next two exercises and I showed up powerfully for the rest of the game day and I ran my best run ever. I ran 4.55 miles in 30 minutes. I was hauling ass and I was so peaceful and I was so present and I was so chill. And I talked about that experience uh, three months ago. I talked about my run experience on a game day. And so over the course of those 90 days, I worked on it. And what was a super challenging run 90 days ago that I ended up maxing my run in this past game day was so effortless and so joyful and I maxed it as well and I went the furthest distance I've ever gone. So I was able to to get myself right back into the present game day after the squat holds. But I didn't want to do that until I had soaked it all up. Until I had allowed myself to feel what it was like to 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 choose to play small and to choose to count myself out and to choose to to give in to the, you know, choose to fight. Like, this is what it's like when you choose to fight and you choose to go upstream and you choose to resist. So I want you to soak it all up and feel it so that that might motivate you to really look at surrender and really tap into surrender next time. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And so it was great. I just allowed myself to be that way. And then when I was complete, I was done. I said, all right, let's go. Next exercise. And as I just shared with you, I beasted the rest of that game day. It was awesome. So after my game day experience, you know, I went up a point overall. It was wonderful. A few days go by and I was just reflecting and some thoughts came up to me. And this is some of the big takeaways that I was really excited to share with you. Because this is the stuff that, that will make a difference in your life when you are challenged with surrender. The first thought that came up was, you know, the way that I do one thing tends to be the way that I do other things. It's not isolated. So counting myself out and fighting and trying to go upstream and not surrendering in a squad hold, like if... If I think hard enough, I'm going to find other areas in my life where I do the same thing. And so I started to ask myself, where else am I not surrendering? Where else does the thought of doing something bring up nerves or anxiety or attachments or fears just by thinking about the experience? Similar to how sitting in a 30-minute squad hold brought up nerves and attachments and fears, right? So I was like, where else does this play out? And one area that came to my mind was my, my relationship to food and the foods that I eat. And there were a couple of areas that stood out to me, and that is sugar, eating a lot of grains, and eating a lot of starches, so the reason why I, those things came up, because I thought to myself, like, what, what would it be like to give up sugar for, for like a day? Like, what would it be if I chose to go sugar-free for a whole day or a whole week or a whole month? Or what would it feel like, like, what thoughts come up, what emotions come up if I thought about going grain-free just for a day or just for a week or starch-free just for a day, just for a week? Guess what? The feelings that came up, the emotions that came up were like the exact same fears and emotions and feelings that would come up when I thought about surrendering in my squats. It was the same stuff. It was like copy, paste. Squat holds, this is the fear that comes up when you think about pushing yourself through the limit of those squat holds. It's like, oh, holy shit, that's going to be hard and impossible, and I'm already getting sweaty under my arms, right? And then the thought of choosing 
a grain-free, starch-free, sugar-free day for a prolonged period of time. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I could do that. It's going to be so hard and super uncomfortable. It's going to be terrible and I'm getting sweaty again. And what was interesting is when I thought about some other areas, I don't get those same feelings. Like when I think about pushing myself on a run, like, all right, man, let's see how far you can go. Let's see how fast you can go. Let's push it. I get excited about that. I get excited to face my threshold and bust through that shit. I get excited about seeing the edge of my comfort zone and expanding it. I'm like, yes, let's do that. Or the thought of choosing to go meat-free. I get excited about that. I think, all right, cool. I'm about to discover so many vegan recipes that like, my whole entire food relationship is going to change. I want to have so many new things to eat. This sounds amazing. When can we start the meat-free? And I find that all fascinating. I really do. Because it tells me that, that, that there's like specific things going on in the area of squat holds in the area of sugar attachment, in the area of grain or starch attachment, and I'm sure other areas as well. Like there's certain things going on that if I can uncover what they are and, 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 and see them and work on them, things unlock. Because I've experienced it before. I experienced it with my run, for example. That 30-minute run used to make me nervous. Oh my gosh, I got to run for 30 minutes at a high pace. Like this is, oh my, this is going to suck. And then two minutes into the run, I'm doing math. I'm like, I got to do this 15 more times. Holy shit, this is, oh, Jesus, help me through this, right? And then years ago, Sarah put out there, let's go vegan for a week. I'm like, oh my gosh, I no food product for a whole week. Are you kidding me? This is going to be so terrible and be so hungry. And I was able to uncover what it was, like what the real fears were in those areas, and I shifted them. And so now the relationship is excitement. So that is what I was thinking about after this game day, like, okay, shit, you know what? Let's look at the connection of where surrender does happen and doesn't happen. Where else can I work on surrender? And because all things are attached and all things are, are connected is a better way to say it if i can work on my attachment to food my attachment to sugar if i can work on that and slowly start to surrender that and choose something different it's going to translate over to my squat holds i believe it will because i'll start repping that muscle of surrender repping the muscle of being at the crossroads between I can choose to hold on to this and attach myself to it and give my power away, or I can choose to let go and just flow and be at peace. And if I can practice that when it comes to opening up my pantry and choosing something full of sugar versus choosing something a little more natural, if I can work on it there, it's going to translate to my squats because that's just simply stress and it's simply choice. Circumstances are different. Some of the details are different, yes, but the underlying thing that's going on in my mind is the same. And so for me, part of this game of self-mastery is identifying those areas of opportunities and making the small tweaks. And it's the same for you as well. We like to think that it has to be these huge, big sweeping changes that are gonna get us the life that we want. But what you miss is that 
there are hundreds, dozens, hundreds, thousands of small little decisions that you make. A small choice to resist versus surrender. A small choice where you choose something out of fear versus choosing something out of love. And those stack up. And when you add all those things up, that creates your probability to choose the attachment and choose the fear and choose the rigidity in the big areas. And so you can work backwards, like you can reverse engineer this thing and get down to this small little moment and really work on it that can then lead to the big breakthroughs. And so I love this game. I do. I I love looking at myself and trying to find those areas and making those small tweaks. And I enjoy it not because I feel like I'm finally going to arrive, right? When, when When I make those small tweaks like, oh, you finally did it. You're here. You're done. Or because... It's not like I feel like I'm, I'm incomplete or there's something wrong with me and I, I won't be made right or whole until I change these areas of my life. That's not it at all. I do this because I'm very aware of how my overall life experience is impacted by how those fears and those judgments and that rigidity and those attachments, how those things trap me and how those things end up stripping me of my power and freedom. And that's what they're doing to you as well. Those areas that you're so terrified to let go of, that you're so terrified to surrender to, where you're trying to control every little fucking thing, those things are trapping you, and they're taking away your power, and ultimately they're taking away your freedom. And freedom for me is truly being able to choose what I know serves me, what I know lifts me up. And you're not free when you're highly attached to things, highly dependent on things, whether it's food or people or substances. Because when you are super dependent on those things, they've got you and those things are calling the shots. They've got control over you. You're not free if you cannot resist the urge to eat that sugary thing before bed. You're not free if you cannot resist the urge to smoke that cigarette, to drink that wine. You are not free if you cannot resist the urge to answer that text from your ex who just won't leave you alone. Or if you can't resist the urge to sleep with that person simply because they're throwing some attention your way. You aren't free if you can't resist those things, all the while knowing that those things are not adding to your health, they're not adding to your happiness, not adding to your peace or to your, to your, your energy. They're not adding to you at all. That stuff is the total opposite of freedom. That's bondage, that's slavery. So for me, I look at those areas where I can make those tweaks. I look for those areas where I'm not surrendering, where I'm overly attached. Because what I'm playing for is my ultimate freedom. I'm, I'm playing for my life. I'm playing for an amazing life experience. And I take that tremendously seriously. And so I'm willing to put myself, intentionally put myself in those uncomfortable situations like a game day that asks me to surrender, that measures where I'm at in my surrender. I'm so willing to do that so that I can see those areas where I might need a little bit of work, you know? And I know that the the potential payoff 
of that. Like I know the life of just true freedom, of true choice, where I choose something because that's what I'm inspired to choose, not because of the pull it has on me. That right there, that payoff is so much greater than any discomfort I'm going to experience. That payoff is so much greater than any burn from sitting in a squat hold or any flood of chemicals I get by eating that sugary thing or or ordering that third sugary drink in a day. The payoff of me choosing to surrender and choosing to let go and choosing myself and counting myself in is so far beyond any of those in-the-moment pleasures. So I do my game days. I sit in my squat holds. I get measured. I ask for feedback. I look at myself. I really look at myself inside and out, and I make little adjustments here and there. And for me, it's it's fun. Like I've I've learned how to relate to all that in a very fun way because it's a game that just never ends. It's a game that never ends, and that's awesome. I love playing games. I love playing games to win. And in this game, if I win, it doesn't mean that you lose. If I win, that means I've just leveled up my life experience. I've leveled up my happiness, my peace, my joy, my love. And that means I got more of that happiness, peace, joy, and love to pour out on everybody else. So when I win, everybody wins. Same with you. When you win, everybody around you wins. We all get touched by it. And so there's a few things, like real tangible things that I've done as a result of that game day, as a result of receiving that squat hold feedback and and just thinking about it a little bit and analyzing it a little bit. One of the things that I did is I added a sugar-free day to my balance chart. I put that right on there. Sugar-free day, 24 hours. And I did my first sugar-free day this past Monday. And it wasn't that bad. (laughs) It wasn't that terrible. You know, like I didn't eat foods that had added processed sugar in them. But I still got my sweet fix. I was able to eat fruit. I was able to eat different things. And I'm like, wow, you know what? It wasn't that bad. Huh. My mind made it sound like it was going to be terrible. I'm also going to be adding a starch-free day or a grain-free day on my balance chart as well to work on that attachment. I'm getting some feedback from that on that from my coach as to which one will be best. And I'm going to put that right on there. And one another thing that I've changed is the way that I approach my squat holds. I'm being so much more intentional or I'm being so much more aware of the mindset and the thoughts and the emotions that I bring to the table when I'm about to do a squat hold. So I'm really working on holding the space for myself. Like, all right, there's an opportunity. Let's sit in these squat holds. Let's learn how to be at peace rather than, okay, let me get this shit done because it's on my balance chart or because it's part of my 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 workout this morning and my coach is putting me through it. No, I'm shifting that relationship to those squats. And I'm doing more of them. I'm doing more, you know, like back to back, like, all right, how far can I go? How many minutes can I do? And I'm going to keep practicing moving up to my comfort zone and then through my comfort zone in those squats. Because it used to be the only time that I would really push myself in squat holds was every 90 days on the game day. But I know that if I want to expand my comfort zone, it's got to be more than once every 90 days. And so now I'm in a space where like I've connected with a bigger why. And now that I have that bigger why, 
it will fuel me to do that. Before, my why wasn't big enough. So the thought of doing those extra squat holds is like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm just going to save that shit for my game day. And yeah, I'm going to just chill and continue watching Netflix. But now I'm like, oh, yes, I get a chance to work on this surrender and expand myself and become even more free. Okay, let's do it. And so life, life just gives us so many chances to see ourselves, to really see ourselves, to see how, how we're relating, to see how our relationship to things is impacting everything we're creating. But the thing is, if you're not tuning in, you will miss it. If you aren't tuning in to life and those opportunities and seeing all the little interplay of things, and if you're not tuning in to how you are relating to your life, you're going to miss it. And what's going to happen is you're going to think that things are just happening to you. Yeah, you're going to think that you're just the recipient of bad luck because challenging situations just keep popping up for you. Situations where you're being asked to surrender. And if that's you right now, I'm letting you know that you are missing the point. Because what's actually happening is you are creating those opportunities. You are calling them into your life. And anytime you relate to it as your bad luck or anything else like that, you are denying yourself that opportunity and you aren't stepping into it. And guess what happens when you don't seize an opportunity like that to learn the lesson? What happens is you repeat, you repeat it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. The person who doesn't get the lesson about attracting certain type of partner in their life keeps attracting terrible partners in their life and they keep saying, why do I always do that? Why do these terrible people or, or you know, why do these people who treat me poorly keep coming into my life? Well, it's because you didn't get the lesson that they're simply reflecting what you're putting out there. And until you get that lesson, you will keep attracting those people. It's the same thing. If you are constantly facing big challenges and they just keep smacking you again and again and again and they're really hard to get through, you might have an opportunity to surrender that you're missing. And the reason why this stuff keeps showing up is because you aren't getting the lesson. You aren't learning the lesson around surrender. And so for me personally, I don't want to keep repeating the same breakdowns in my life. I don't want to do that. Have the same breakdowns and then just be wishing that things were different, wishing that things were easier, wishing that things were better. I don't want to do that. That to me is insanity. That's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. <laughs> like this episode, this whole conversation could have been called, yo, you're being insane. Embrace it or cut that shit out. Because <laughs> that's what we do. We just keep doing the same thing over and over and over saying, gosh, I wish my life was better. I wish things were different. Well, guess what? You got to do something different. You've got to show up differently. You've got to choose differently. So I wanted to share all of this, 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 this past, however long it's been, 40 minutes or something, just so that you can see how somebody applies these types of things in real life, these ideas of surrender and letting go, counting yourself in, choosing to show up powerfully. I just want to see how it can be applied because this is how I work every day to have it all. 
Because having it all is not just a catchy phrase or a dope podcast. No, it's a way of living. It's a way of being. And it's an everyday practice. Meaning that it's something that you actually have to do. You have to engage with it. You have to put in an energy into it. It doesn't just happen. And my goal is always to inspire you and to inspire you through who I am being. And I do that by sharing my habits, by sharing my challenges, by sharing my breakdowns, and how I've turned those things into breakthroughs. And for me, I feel that a a surrender and a squad hold breakthrough is coming. I can see it. I'm like, oh, okay. I've I, I found another piece to this puzzle that is going to help me to just make that breakthrough. And I'm going to be so, so excited to record an episode for you in however many months or years where I tell you, yo, I broke through this shit. I broke through those squat holds. And man, it is so sweet. I'm, I'm super excited about that. And so until then, until that day happens, I'm going to keep putting in the reps. I'm going to keep showing you how it's done. I'm going to keep holding space, holding space for myself, And I'm a whole space for you that you choose to count yourself in, that you choose to let go, that you choose to play for your greatness. Because we absolutely all can have it all. It is not reserved for an elite few. It's not a 1% thing. It's a 100% thing if you choose it. So that is all for me today. I, I am so humbled and so grateful that you just took the time to listen and hang out with me today. Thank you. Sincerely, sincerely, thank you. All right. My name is Matthew Bivens. I appreciate you. I love you. Here's to you having it all. Peace. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.